You are listening to an Elia Sword podcast. Episode 1 The Gate. Written, illustrated, and produced by Elia Sword. The Gate had always been a source of concern for the Guardian. It served as the pathway to the underworld for both demons and humans alike, the only way in and out. Years ago, she had put a seal on the gate when the demons had attempted to take over the Twin Kingdoms. But even though she was the most powerful among the people, one look at the permanent blue rabbit ears on her head, and it was clear to see that she hadn't got the best handle of her magic. The Guardian looked at the broken chain link in her hand, and then up at the giant stone statues on either side of the shimmering blue arch. One, depicted herself as a rabbit, stood on its hind legs and in a short dress with a puffy skirt. The second was of a possession demon on its knees and clawing at the shackle around its neck, its face twisted with anger and frustration. Usually, there were chains across the gate, but those had been severed, a sign that the seal had been broken, but the statues remained the same. The Guardian began to wonder if her magic had faltered. "'I tried to contact you as soon as I could, but it seems Skyfire had trouble finding you,' said Tanner. He was a young man with shoulder-length blonde hair and dressed in a grey cloak. In one hand he held a twisting wooden staff, and on his shoulder sat his phoenix. Tanner was the new gatekeeper. It hadn't been long since he had taken over the role from his mother.' Skyfire turned her feathered head away in annoyance. Um, Luckily, nothing has come through yet, said Tanner, as he stroked the phoenix's chest. The Guardian bowed her head in agreement. Something seemed different. It was a miracle that no demons had found their way into the Twin Kingdoms yet, but it didn't make sense. Those in the underworld were so desperate to come here and feed on the citizens. This was the first opportunity they'd had to do so in years, so why hold back? The Guardian raised her hands and pushed the thought aside, knowing that she had better reseal the gate while she could. I see you've finally reappeared. Where did you run off to, I wonder? The chamber had suddenly gone cold, and the Guardian spun around at the voice that hung in the air. She spotted a figure behind Tanner with large purple raven wings and red eyes. She ran towards the gatekeeper, knowing she wouldn't be able to shout a warning, even though her mouth opened to try. She grabbed his wrist and pulled him out of the way as a talon came swooping down. It missed her by a hair's width. Before her stood a man with grey skin. A crown of dark purple feathers adorned his head. He looked down at her in utter disgust. The Guardian recognised him as the raven demon, Kotaro. It was no surprise that he had managed to pass through the gate. The only thing that would be keeping him here would be the labyrinth, which was the only way in and out of the chamber, a safety net should any demon manage to pass through to this world. The Guardian turned to Tanner, whose face had gone pale. He clutched his staff with white knuckles, and even Skyfire seemed uneasy. She signalled for him to go, pointing at the archway which was the exit to the labyrinth. Only the gatekeepers knew which path to take. I I can't just leave you, he said. Oh yes, please stay. You'll make a tasty meal on top of making things entertaining, Kotaro mocked. Oh, let me think now. You can be the damsel in distress. 
Tanner couldn't say anything back, and he clenched his teeth in frustration. Oh, what's wrong? Aren't you going to bite back? said Kotaro. <laughs> Some gatekeeper you are. You couldn't even tell that I had passed through the gate. You're the weakest out of the lot I've encountered over the years. Well, I guess you survived longer than your grandmother, but that's only because the hero saved you. The Guardian attacked, changing her fingers into claws that she swiped at Kotaro's face. He jumped back, almost surprised that she would do something so rash. She kept attacking him, not giving him the chance to counter her with his own magic. Rage burned through her. If there was one thing she hated more in the world than anything else, it was bullying. Nothing made her more angry than seeing someone kick a person while they were down. Kotaro suddenly took flight to buy himself some time, but the guardian conjured herself white feathered wings and followed him to the cavern's roof. She continued her relentless attack. She glanced at Tanner and saw he was still stood there, watching the battle. She aimed a bolt of magic at him that barely missed his face. She pointed to the exit again. Finally, he gave in and ran towards it. Oh, I don't think so. Kotaro dove towards Tanner and the Guardian gave chase. She cast a spell that pushed Tanner the final few steps and created a shimmering barrier over the arch. Kotaro frantically flapped his wings to prevent himself from crashing face first into the wall of magic. The Guardian couldn't help but giggle at the sight as she landed in front of the gate. She wished he would have crashed into her barrier. It would have taught him a lesson at least. Something suddenly pierced right through her body. It took her a moment to feel it as it happened so fast. She saw Tanner scream and his face fall into a look of terror. Oh, wanting to protect people has always been a weakness of yours. The Guardian looked over her shoulder as she began to tremble. White eyes met her gaze. Ash-coloured hair floated in front of her face and she finally chanced to look at the weapon that had run her through. She saw it wasn't a weapon, but three claws coated in her blood. Once the demon had removed them, the Guardian collapsed to the ground. The demon approached Kotaro, putting a hand on her hip as she smiled down at her. She shouldn't have been surprised. She should have known. Only one demon could come through the gate without alerting the statues, and that demon was the rabbit, Heather. <laughs> I'm surprised that actually worked. Usually you're a lot more aware in battle. Obviously you've noticed it too. We have an audience. The Guardian knew what Heather was referring to, but Kotaro looked lost. The sound of grinding stone echoed around the chamber. The two demons looked at the statues with an expression of victory. The Guardian didn't need to look to know what was happening. A crash confirmed her thought. The rabbit statue had fallen to its knees while the demon stood proudly above it. She began to shiver as the blood left her body, as she quietly cast a spell to slow the bleeding down while the demons were distracted. She would die if she didn't get out of here, but she barely had the strength to move. She looked over at Tanner and saw him staring at her. He would be safe as long as that barrier held. I've been waiting for this for a very long time, Guardian. Oh, but don't worry. I'll make it as painful as possible said Heather, looking at the Guardian as if she was food on a silver platter. "'And I guess I can share her with you,' she added, glancing at the raven. "'How very kind. 
I call dibs on the brain and heart, said Kotaro, although he immediately backed off when Heather snarled at him and bore her teeth. He held his hands up in surrender. I mean, they're all yours. The Guardian looked at them as they came towards her. She glanced at Tanner again, who was hitting the barrier with his fist. She just hoped he decided to run. She knew what she was about to do would destroy the people's trust in her, but she had no choice. If she died, then the world's died too. She couldn't bear that thought. With the little strength she had left, she cast her spell. The chamber blurred and spun around her before coming to a halt. The Guardian was now surrounded by trees that twisted and knotted around each other. The trunks were constantly moving, the leaves rustling as they did. She sat up and leant against one of the trees, breathing hard. She looked down at her wound. The bleeding had slowed down, but it was still unlikely that she would survive if she didn't do something. She couldn't cast a healing spell, and her body would take years to repair itself. She would have to go into stasis. The Guardian slowly placed her palm over the wound and used her magic to purify it. She looked around at her surroundings. It was lucky that she had ended up in the Twisting Woods. The demons were scared of this place. She would be safe here. The Guardian closed her eyes, and with the last bit of magic she had left, conjured a final spell. A green amber began to form around her, and the tree wrapped around it, taking the precious gem into its trunk. She didn't know how long she would be asleep for, but she just hoped there would be a kingdom left to save when she was found again. Hopefully, the one they called Jenny Forgestone would start her journey soon. <laughs>